Welcome to the Teachers on Fire podcast, where 21st century educators come to share, learn, and be inspired. We believe in the growth mindset, creativity, communication, critical thinking, collaboration, and strategic uses of education technology. Our mission is to share news and views from teachers who are crushing it in the classroom and making a difference for learners everywhere. I'm your host, Tim Cavey. Let's jump into today's episode. Today, I'm speaking with Adi Aharon. Adi describes herself as an expert, wanderer, Apple distinguished educator, and a Google for Education certified innovator. I first came across Adi at an EdTech conference a couple of years ago, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. Adi, thanks again for speaking with me today. Are you ready to talk education? Ha, there's only one way to find out. (laughs) Why don't you start by describing your current teaching or education situation? Sure. So right now I work at an independent all-girls school in Vancouver, um, and I live outside of Vancouver, so I have a long commute. um, And um, that's part of what led me to what I'm doing today. But my title at the school is um, Technology Integration Specialist, and my job is that I get to work with teachers and students from grade one to seven uh, to figure out the best way to use technology and understanding uh, the why behind why we're using the technologies that we're we're using. That is such a good question. I do remember being in a meet the teacher night one time and a parent sort of caught me off guard by just saying, hey, why do we even need this technology? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes as educators, we sort of assume that we're all on board with that but that's that's important one of the things that we we do miss is that um the why behind our reasoning for the things that we do um can be a little lacking when it comes to technology just because we think it's better doesn't mean it actually is so uh it's it's more expensive but it doesn't necessarily (laughs) mean that it it offers the things that you're really trying to achieve so it's important to be thoughtful and with that does is it leads teachers down a more positive path with technology too. Mm-hmm. Adi, tell us about a low moment that you face in your teaching or education career, some kind of a challenge and how you overcame it. Well, um, I have a lonely job. I don't have a teaching partner like other teachers in my school and I work with everybody, but then again with nobody at the same time. So I have to hop around from teacher to teacher. I don't have to, I get to hop around from teacher to teacher and work with many students, but it sort of makes me feel a little disenfranchised. So um, I needed a community and the way that I found that community was by reaching out outside of my school and online into one of the great things that the internet is good for and connecting us. So um, Mm -hmm. that led me down the path to becoming a Google trainer, which then led me down the path of becoming a Google innovator and then uh, an Apple distinguished educator as well and Twitter and lots of different communities on Google plus. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Eddie, what excites you about education today? I know you've started a special project recently. Why don't you tell us about that? So um, this was actually driven by my Google Innovator project. Uh, Last year in April, I was accepted to go to London, which was quite exciting. And I needed a project to sort of um, get that going. So um, there for my Google Innovator uh, project, I decided to do something about the digital self and understanding who we are digitally. And because today so much of what we do is 
around technology and being connected at school and at home, um, I thought this would be a great way for me to connect school and our digital uh, literacy and citizenship skills that we're trying to harness within our students. Um, so after a lot of thought and trials and iterations into my project, I came up with the Motive Web. And this is really a culmination of all of the books and podcasts and websites and articles and videos that I've seen throughout my career and um, have found a connection to. And so what I have done here is curated a uh, list of six different main topics. And in these topics, they're uh, the things that I have found teachers and students both want to know more about. So, um, and parents actually. So we have <laughs> the topics of time and addiction and uh, knowing your digital self and privacy and the cost of things and screen time. So um, yeah, my resource is a, or the resource, the Emotive Web is a great way to go and a great place to go to find and learn more questions to ask to be more, to help you be more uh, reflective of when you're using technology in the classroom, at home, and just personally. Well, I really like the sound of that. It sounds like it's going to be a tremendous resource for constituents sort of at all levels mm -hmm. of the technology game. And I know at the end, we'll talk more about how to find the emotive web. But I have to say, from what I've seen, Adi, it looks incredibly professional and attractive. And, and I really like what you're putting together there. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of work um, and it's a work in progress. So always open to suggestions. Um, this is designed for users, not necessarily for me. So I want to make it as user-friendly and as uh, representative of the populations as possible. Cool. Adi, we call ourselves as teachers lifelong learners. Outside of education, what's another area of passion or continuous learning for you? Oh, uh, fitness, definitely. Um, recently, I've gotten into... Um, weight training, but in a more functional fitness type of way. And okay. uh, it's been, it was inspired by a friend of mine who I saw doing some uh, squats on Facebook and she had <laughs> invited us to invited people to come and uh, lift weights with her. And I thought, Hey, I'll give it a try. Why not? So I did. And it was, and has been one of the best things that I've done for myself and it's motivational, but it was also challenging and, uh, it's probably, I mean, I would recommend any kind of physical activity for anybody, but this is real work and it's good work. That sounds a little <laughs> strenuous, but also I'm sure very rewarding. And uh, I have to ask, are you a CrossFitter now? I wouldn't call myself a CrossFitter because I'm not that hardcore. Um, okay. I do have limited time just in my right. commuting and in my work schedule, but I'm very fortunate to have a facility at work where I can, I, uh. when I arrive at work, I can go and I can do my workout there and I see a trainer hopefully once a week if I can fit it in. But yeah, that's my goal. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Share about a personal habit that contributes to your success. And this can be a weird one or <laughs> relate to your work, whatever, whatever it is. One thing that really works for you. Yeah, I think, well, I was thinking about this one. And um, I think that for me, my piece is questions. I ask a lot of questions, ridiculous questions, but really 
questions that make people uncomfortable sometimes just okay. because I need to understand something and I need to understand it from top to bottom and left to right when I'm making a decision. I don't necessarily like to jump into things if I'm feeling uncomfortable with them. Um, and especially when it comes to educational practice, I ask mm. way too many questions sometimes, but I think it's really good. And in my question asking, I get to be reflective about what we're all doing. And in my reflection, I get to help other people with the, the things that I see and I have observed in um, different parts of education. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. Adi, we're moving now into some rapid fire recommendations. So I'm going to start by asking you to tell us about one education leader that we need to be following on Twitter. I don't know if education leader, but one thought leader I would say is, okay. say is Manoush Zamarodi. She is the host of the Note to Self podcast, and she's edgy, she's real, and she's honest when it comes to digital and connected and accelerated lives. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Point us next to an ed tech tool. Now, you are an ed tech master. So this might be a hard, <laughs> hard question, but point us to one that you currently love using in your classroom or your practice. A hundred percent breakout. I love <laughs> breakout edu. It was introduced to me when I went to London last year for my Google innovator project and we did a, a digital breakout and it was so fantastic. I can't even rave about it enough. It was so great. And <laughs> since then I've brought it into the classroom. I'm doing breakouts with all of the classes and I have grade six and seven students creating their own breakouts. So it's really been a wonderful tool. Now I'm one of these people looking from the outside of breakouts. I'm always reading about them on Twitter. I have mm -hmm. not experienced them in brief. Can you sort of can you tell, like, is it turning all the lights off in the room or what's going on? Good question. It is a, an escape room brought into the classroom through a series of box boxes or locks and okay. clues and questions and puzzles and um, lights are on and it's in a regular classroom or whatever space lends itself well to conducting the breakout um, and the teacher can create the breakout her or herself or uh, it can be one of the breakouts that are available online. So Breakout EDU has a ton of breakouts that are there, user-generated or professionally generated. And um, topics cover the, the topics that are covered are um, anything curricular okay. um, and levels from kindergarten up through adults. So it's for anyone, and it's just about learning uh, how to connect with a group of people that you're breaking out with, communicate with them, collaborate with them, and in a fun and dynamic way, struggle and solve problems together and feel the success of failure. And it's just been, it is one of the most um, adventurous pieces that I've introduced into my teaching practice because it lets the students embrace struggle and embrace failure in a way that isn't really acceptable for them mm. in other ways or in other areas. So it is a good tool to understand and to um, uh, really live mistakes. That sounds like a really authentic way to sort of experience the four C's of education. And I can see that really resonating with students. So mm -hmm. I look forward to learning more. Mm -hmm recommend a book, maybe one that you've been reading lately or one of your all-time faves and tell us why you recommend it. Um, there's one that I just have finished reading right now. It's called The Self-Driven Child. 
Um, and there's a particular chapter in the book, chapter nine, uh, which okay. talks all about technology. So it's, uh, uh, it is a new book. It came out in February, I think of this year, but it's, it's a fantastic read from front to back and great for parents, but also for teachers. Adi, I think you are a podcast listener. Give 100%. us <laughs> give us your top recommendations. So um, as I had mentioned at the beginning, I have a long right. commute. Um, and um, in this time, I do listen to a lot of audiobooks and a lot of podcasts. And okay. so here are, I'm going to give you a few because one is not good enough. Note <laughs> okay. to self. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the, um, which is Manush Samarodi. Uh, she's also the author of a book called Bored and Brilliant. Uh, IRL, Online Life is Real Life. It's a really great, uh, different look into the way that technology is being influenced and how we're being influenced by technology. Okay. Um, the Hidden Brain is a podcast through, I think, NPR, and it talks mm. about the uh, psychological side of different things. And it talks a lot about, it has several different podcasts about technology and related things to that. So that's why I find that one interesting. Um, the change agent is a new one. It's, I think there are only six or seven episodes in this one. So it's not a regular podcast. It's, uh, done by New York times and Charles Duhigg, who is the author of a book, which is also really good, smarter, faster, better. Um, and the last one I'll recommend is one called what were you thinking? Um, which is actually an audible, special or whatever those ones are called they it's done by diana dina temple raston and she is a reporter who goes to different situations and scenarios and talks about the adolescent brain also fascinating (laughs) well i can't wait to add these to my list and i don't know about your podcast list but i am always either adding or trying (laughs) desperately to to keep a lid on how many i'm downloading at once but those sound like some really good ones. Mm-hmm. Tell us about also. Uh, tell us also about one YouTube channel that you enjoy and why. Have you ever seen Sylvia's Super Mini Maker Show? I have not. Okay, so this is a girl who has grown up with showcasing her um, ingenious little devices and uh, makes online, and she has uh, done so many different great um, designed technology related through Arduinos or through um, Mm -hmm. Raspberry Pis. She creates these little gadgets and little bits and trinkets that are fantastic. And we'll just turn her on and watch her and hear her ask her questions and solve her problems. And she showcases the struggle that she goes through. And I think it's Mm. a super awesome thing for us as adults to see, to allow our children to blossom, but also for my kids to see. Mm-hmm. She sounds like the makerspace master, and, and I completely agree. I think we need to model and we need to show our students that a struggle is part of the process, and, mm-hmm. and it's part of part of growing. Finally, Adi, just for fun, you're at the end of your day. You're out of energy. <laughs> your brain is fried. What are you watching on Netflix right now? Okay, so I can't say I watch Netflix or I watch anything on a regular basis, but sure. when I do have that opportunity... Uh, right now, my husband and I are watching This Is Us. Ugh. Have you seen that one? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, I basically cry every episode. Yeah. Yes. So I have to work myself up for it. So I have to psych yeah. myself up to watch it. But it is just the best. It is so great. It makes life seem so important and it doesn't true. make it. It does. It touches your heart in a way that just is so special. 
Well said, and I can't agree more. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be like that dad. I know everybody <laughs> needs to be like that dad. We all oh. need a Jack in our lives. Oh, Jack is so good. <laughs> Adi, what is the best way for your listeners to follow you? Uh, through Twitter. Through So my Twitter handle is underscore ADI. Um, I also have a website, playcreateinnovate.com, and also the Emotive Web, which is emotiveweb.ca. Easy enough to find. Adi, mm-hmm. thank you so much for doing this interview. And thank you I, so much. I'm a little bit starstruck, but this has been amazing. <laughs> and I think you've shared a lot of really good gems. So thank you for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's been fantastic. Thanks for listening to this episode of Teachers on Fire, where teachers come to share, learn, and be inspired. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, and follow us on Twitter at Teachers on Fire. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, saying goodbye for now, and we'll catch you next time right here on the Teachers on Fire podcast.